Genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back, everybody, to this Friday episode of Harry Potter Minute. Harry Potter Minute's the fan-based podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we have Heidi Bennett with us one more time. Welcome back, Heidi. Yay, I'm Thanks back. Thanks for wrapping up the week with us. I think I forgot to do our, like, full intro thing yesterday. Oops. Or Wednesday. One of these minutes this week, I don't think I did the whole, like... The fan-based podcast that I, I, sometimes I forget <laughs> when we're like really getting into it and just like getting through the minutes, you know, today, today we're talking about minute 85, minute 85 starts with Harry asking about the three headed dog and it ends with Hagrid muttering, I should not have said that. <laughs> um, I think it's my favorite delivery of Hagrid's. <laughs> Do we get, is this movie, this movie's not the only movie where he's. He delivers the, I should not have said that line, right? I feel like he's probably said it in, like, every movie at least once. We'll have to keep track of that. Right? Like, yes. Do you think it's like, um, it's like, um, I've got a bad feeling about this. Right? Yeah. Wars. But it's, uh, but it's there. <laughs> but it shows up in every one of these, I shouldn't have said, said that. that. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be great. I'm into that. Uh, I love, I love, um, I love that the discussion immediately goes from, um, uh, them, them thinking that, Snape cursed Harry's broom to the discussion of the three-headed dog. Right. I I love Fluffy kind of so much. Segwayed right into it. Oh man, <laughs> He's like, who told you about Fluffy? Like that thing is a name. Like, no, it's like, Fluffy. Fluffy. Like, like that is not a name. I would think to be attached to that dog. Fluffy. I know. I know. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would name him Fluffy either. He doesn't look very fluffy. He's not very he fluffy. doesn't look very fluffy. <laughs> like he's not a fluffy dog. His fur isn't fluffy. How big do you think Fluffy was when Hagrid got him? Oh man. Like Good question. I bet I bet it was maybe like the size of a of a cat. Like like a yeah. Because like puppies are pretty Aww. small. I would puppies love, are like maybe a I would little bigger than little your hand, like, depending on what kind of dog it is tiny like 10 pounds so it's fluffy. gonna be like little fluffy that's adorable because <laughs> think about big all, all, even elephants well, elephants are actually pretty big when they're born yeah. like, some animals are like really small when they're born but they, they get really really big really large like like like, like clifford, pandas are really one. tiny when they're born <laughs> but uh, what like clifford the big red like clifford like you know, <laughs> i don't think clifford the as little big red as puppy i don't think <laughs> fluffy is as big as uh clifford clifford's bigger than fluffy. i think clifford's bigger well, yeah, Clifford's like the size of the house or something. He's bigger ridiculous. than the house. He's That's huge. true. He is he is impressively large. Right? He's kind of gigantic. And I think Fluffy's smaller than Clifford. So, pretty sure. So, I bet, you yeah, don't know. Like, pandas are born really tiny and then they get, they like, get really pretty large. big. Yeah. So, I don't know. He could, he could have started off tiny. And then just I, I just, I really want, I really want Hagrid with little baby Fluffy. A little baby 
like three-headed puppy. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cute, actually. Wouldn't it? <laughs> that'd be kind of cute. Because they're puppies. They would want to play. They sit there and nip at each other. I bet you they do. That kind of thing. I think, didn't they nip at each other when Harry and Ron? Yeah, see? I don't know. For all you know, it could just be a really big puppy. That's that is true. The puppy. That is the puppy. Well, uh, like, I've had dogs before, and I know you've had dogs before, yeah. but, like, uh, sometimes the difference between a puppy at, like, a couple of months old and the difference of a puppy when it's a year old is huge. Like, it'll get really, oh, yeah, really sure. big, and at one years old, it still acts like a puppy is just much bigger. Like, those dogs that want to jump all over you and that are way too heavy yeah, to be doing that. Yeah, we don't know how that, old... But- we don't know how old Fluffy is or how long Hagrid's had Yeah, him. so, like, it could be only a year old and it just got, like, oh, that man. big. And it's just a big puppy. And they're scared for nothing. It's actually super playful. Right? <laughs> no, it kind of snarls at them. And, like, it does It does seem a bit scary. It is kind of scary. It is kind of scary. It's been, it's been trained to be, like, a guard dog. So. so do you think, do you think, um, do you think if Hagrid were around that Fluffy, like, Flops onto his side. Oh, <laughs> I bet. It's his owner. It's his owner. He's all like, come here, Fluffy. <laughs> Rub its heads. <laughs> he shan't give it a pet. And give it its, its kibble. Oh, its I giant bowl it. of kibble. <laughs> yeah, what kind of do bone do you have to give this thing? I don't know. You can't give him one bone. You gotta give him three bones because you don't have to fight over it. Dragon bones. Dragon bones? Gentle Ben bones. <laughs> Call back. Oh no. <laughs> the bones they find in the in the woods. Oh. They're like, I don't know who this belonged to, but uh oh. Oh, well. <laughs> Fetch. Fetch. Aw. Oh god, if it would jump and bound, it would like shake the I would think it would shake the ground. Yeah. Jeez. I would... That's scary. That right there is scary. <laughs> Hagrid Hagrid says that he bought Fluffy off an Irish fellow. In the pub. In the pub. So yeah, it must have been a puppy. And he had yeah. it like in his he just had it with him. He's like, Oh, do you want this do you want this three headed puppy? Of course he does. You know, I feel like I feel like Hagrid has this like black market animal like trading thing going on at the He pub. doesn't even know. He's so naive. It's like when he gets a the dragon later yeah i think a lot of the creatures that he he gets his it's hands on are like, things that he probably shouldn't be able to get his hands on but he doesn't care he's just like oh i have it. yeah it's a creature he's he's delighted he's like yay like another pet <laughs> we um it was a deleted scene that we we mentioned pretty early in the movie but we we've already heard hagrid say that that he wants a dragon mm. he's essentially a crazy cat lady <laughs> yeah exactly but he just wants, <laughs> but, but just not just just cats just Every animal, just any any anything sort of magical creature. It doesn't even matter get. if it's gnarly looking or cute or no. anything. Like every creature, there are a lot of creatures that, that that um are mentioned in the books, especially in like his class when he's teaching later, that uh, don't come up. That are not the most pleasant of creatures. No, but he talks about them as if like that's they're fine. Yeah, it's like Hagrid, you're so he's compassionate. He, 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 he has he a lot of Manders compassion. Is Hag- what- was Hagrid a Gryffindor? Hmm? Do we know what house Hagrid was in? Was he a Gryffindor too? I feel like he could He's- be a Hufflepuff. Yeah. But I do see him as a Gryffindor. Like, it'd be that fine line between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. Yeah. He's a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. There we go. We're just gonna keep doing <laughs> dual houses. Yes, I know. This should be a thing. Like, dual houses make much more sense. I guess so. Someone can't just be one You can't one fit thing. anyone into one box. Yeah. 
Harry's just a... Well, no, Harry Harry could have been a Slytherin. No, he's see, he could have been a Slytherin. That and very often. Hermione could have been a Ravenclaw. I think so. And Ron could have been... I don't think Ron could have been anywhere, but... Okay. Yeah, he's a Weasley. They're, they're they've been that. they've been <laughs> Gryffindors for generations. But uh, but definitely Neville could have been a Hufflepuff. Oh yeah, for sure. So it's like you know, see a lot of people we get this instance of like they could have gone into something else quite mm-hmm. easily. Well, speaking of Neville, you guys are always hinting at these other Neville-related secrets and things that are <laughs> they things relate are they things that are in the books or well they actually. What? Um, in the, in the books, actually, I think, I think it isn't covered in the movie. When we, um, in Order of the Phoenix, when we learn about the prophecy, um, the prophecy is, is kind of vague about who this person that's going to stand up to Voldemort will be. Right. Um, It mentions that it's someone who's, um, the son of, um, people who are part of the order of the Phoenix that stood against Voldemort, that he was born at the end of like the month of June. And like, there's a handful of other like factors and it means July. Yeah. Or July. Yeah. At the end of July. And it's not, it doesn't only refer to Harry, but like Neville Longbottom also fits like that. All of those qualifications. And so really the reason that Harry is the one that becomes considered the the quote unquote chosen one is because that's the one that Voldemort decided to go after. Yeah, if Voldemort would have chosen to go after the Longbottoms, it could have easily ended up being Neville. Yeah, it could have been a whole different story. And so, so, so it's it's cool that Neville does become the person that's responsible for taking down the last Horcrux before mm-hmm. Harry when when he defeats Nagini. Right. Um, Just his his evolution as a character throughout the series is yeah makes a whole lot a lot mm-hmm. of sense when taking all that into play. Yeah, and then we talked a little bit about in this movie. Um, Victoria's got this book, the the Snape the Snape book I got her for Christmas, the definitive reading. Uh, yeah. It talks about the trials at the end, and in the book, there's a couple more trials that we don't see in order to get to the um in order to get to the the mirror Vera said with the snitch or not the snitch with the with the sorcerer's stone inside, and one of the trials is um the what one with the venomous the... tentacula, which is in the which yeah. is in the movie, but yes. he's the student who's like the herbology minded one, the one mm-hmm. who's like knowledgeable about plants and things, and so it seems that 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 particular task is suited for him, whereas there's other tasks that seem better suited for the other the other. Right. Well, I think right. What happened there was because we've already like come to the semi like conclusion that the teachers are all like kind of watching them and mm-hmm. figuring out like what they should do for the trials and i bet because of seeing hermione interact with neville all the time well, neville, they assume like he was going to be part of like neville was group. with them in the book neville was with yeah. them when they were supposed to, to have point. the wizard duel yeah yeah so he was there when they found fluffy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um in the book which which doesn't happen in the movie um there's there yeah we do actually lose a good bit of neville in this movie not that, not that I we need sure a lot gain a lot of him after all these movies wrapped, though. Am I right, ladies? No, <laughs> did he like get super like buff uh, after this? He, he aged well, <laughs> uh, definitely better than all the other uh guys. You in... think so? He's the one who developed the most. Yeah, I mean, like when I mean, he definitely looks a lot different than the little round kid in this movie. As yeah. a girl, uh, uh, watching everything, and uh, I, I said before, 
Oliver Wood, I thought was very handsome. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. at, at the time, I thought he was super cute. And I did like Daniel Radcliffe between the two boys that are here, Ron and, uh, and Harry. I always thought Harry was the more, uh, handsome of the two. And it's so funny because if you see pictures of Ricky when he was a kid, um, it's very Harry Potter like. He had <laughs> messy hair, messy dark hair, uh, Except for his eyes are hazel and not uh, green, uh, and but he had glasses, the cowlick, and he likens himself like I I feel for this kid, like I would mm-hmm. be this kid with the messy hair and everything, uh, and I never like liked Ron too much. And I think that's just because maybe I don't like gingers. Aww. I don't know. Um, I know, but, but then as they got weird. older, Daniel Radcliffe is still a very handsome man. Yeah, but Neville. Neville <laughs> but yeah. uh, what was his what's his name? His real name? I, um, I always forget. Uh oh! I'm forgetting right now. Good too. lord! I know, I know it. That makes me sad. something. Lewis. <laughs> the name Lewis is in there somewhere. We're uh, gonna find out. I know. I know. Boo! My Rolodex mind is stunted right now. Matthew. Lewis. It happens. Yeah, Matthew there you go. See, Look. give me a second. All right, <laughs> the Rolodex will get there. <laughs> Matthew Lewis. Yes, he's very handsome, but. They all take a back seat to Alan Rickman. Oh, sure. <laughs> your, your, your obsessiveness. I know. I like him older. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Poor they're talking Robbie about Coltrane. Fluffy. No Fluffy, one's looking at that guy. Fl- <laughs> Hagrid says that he, he bought Fluffy off an Irish fellow and then he gave him to Dumbledore to guard and he doesn't even finish that line and he Harry's says like, to yes. guard and stops. Like, well, cause Harry interrupts him. Like, Harry's like, yes. Yes. Like, like I know exactly. What? And he's like, I shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. And then he points at them. He's like, no more questions. Don't ask any more questions. Like, he knows that he can't keep it out. <laughs> yeah. He was like, leave me alone. Go away. Stop asking me questions that you know I'm going to answer. Pretty much. He's like, oh, yeah, that's going to work. They're ex- that's they're going to do the opposite. Yeah. It led to the yeah. guard. Uh, should have said that. That makes him like, even more. He's, like, he's already up. He's already a fun person to hang out with, but it makes yeah. it extra fun knowing. Secret. And then he winks. He yeah. says top secret. And I'm like, okay, to a bunch of 11 year olds. <laughs> that's not going to be intriguing at all. No. Of course they're not going to ask what? you more top questions. Secret? What's do, top secret? Do tell. Let me lean my ear in. So, so, so then we get back on the Snape business. Uh, Harry's like, well, whatever's Fluffy's guarding, Snape's trying to steal it. Um. He's convinced, and he's like Codswallop, which is another line I really love from <laughs> from from Hagrid. Uh, he he's he reiterates that that Snape is a is a Hogwarts teacher, and you know he wouldn't he wouldn't be attempting to steal anything. And, and of course, Hagrid would be right. Yes, because who has known both of those people longer? Hagrid. Dumbledore and Snape. He has yeah. longer than these eleven year old kids. You're so bitter. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> Hermione's line here, like, teacher or not, I know a spell when I see one. It's like, shut up, Hermione. <laughs> it's the only time that I want to turn around and just be like, shut up. Well, yeah, but she's, she, she did see that he was, like, making eye contact with Harry's broom and, like, muttering something under his she breath. Like, it is suspicious. enough to see the person behind him was also doing the same thing. Wordlessly. Wordlessly. So he's, lo- so he's a little better at it, though. I guess so. Maybe because of Voldemort. Maybe. There. He's giving him a little extra drink. a little extra. I don't know. This just reminds me of, of listening to sense. you guys talk about <laughs> Quarrel, Quarrel's, um, turban. And yes! 
<laughs> what might be going on underneath there while it's wrapped what? up all day? Ugh, oh, yeah. Nasty. No, I don't want to think about it. Ooh, on a hot day, it's all sweaty under there. I don't think about that. It's gross. It's I know. so gross. <laughs> I think Cassandra asked how he showers. Yeah, that was really visual. Oh, when you, when you that. Like, <laughs> oh, it's gross. No tears. No. <laughs> so <laughs> then Harry doing this exactly. It's like, shut up, Harry. You weren't even there. He was you hanging from a broom. So he, to he, not he die. really trusts in in Hermione's judgment here. Um, they've definitely like developed this rapport between the three of them already that I really like. I love that they're like now at this point in the movie established as like the trio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they they're all together. walking in a line. You can kind of see them all lined up in this minute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, how tiny, <laughs> how tiny and young they all are. I know. And they are very they're tiny big, huge young. scarves that are kind of engulfing them. <laughs> I love their, I love their, I love the costuming in this movie. We'll get back to that again. Just again and yeah. again. I really, I really, they look so warm. <laughs> it is, we are getting into winter. Uh, Halloween yeah, yeah, was yeah. the troll attack. This is like a day so later or a couple be, days yeah, later. This is November. November now. So we're going to hit Christmas really yeah. soon. Next it's week. Wintery, it's going to be cold. I think it's Christmas next week for the show. Wow. Um, that soon. Yeah, we're, we're almost going to be there. Um, so so we wrap up this minute with, with Hagrid telling telling the kids that they're meddling in things they shouldn't be meddled in and that whatever that guard is dog that whatever that dog is guarding is between Dumbledore and Nicholas Flamel. And Harry's oh. like Nicholas Flamel and he's like I should not have said should, that. Should not have said that. <laughs> I want to talk about Nicholas Flamel should but, not have said that. But I think I'm going to save it for when we discover who Nicholas Flamel is. Um I like that the Harry Potter universe includes um real people. Like not re- like real people, people that exist in like our history, like the Muggle world. Hmm. Um, they're not all fiction. Like Nicholas Flamel is someone who like she- is not someone that she created for the story, right. but someone that she plucked from history to use in her story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. Um, he's a uh, he's an alchemist, so we'll get to talk alchemy in a little while, mm. in a few weeks. Uh, next week, the week after next, we'll figure out about Flamel pretty soon. I think, right? No, we still have all the mirror stuff first. Get the mirror stuff. First. We have a few weeks before we actually get to talk about Flamel, but like Nicholas Flamel was one of my obsessions um after this movie because I love the idea of like the 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 quest for immortality. Yes. And um kind of alchemy and those mm-hmm. things. So I have a lot of good like Flamel talk that we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, eventually get to. Well, yeah. I look forward to listening. Oh, I'm excited. I wanted to talk about it right now, but because we only get his name mentioned and nothing else, I think I'll save it. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave it alone for now. Who's Nicholas Flamel? Put a pin in it. Yes. <laughs> but but I love I love that Hagrid I love that Hagrid's just like finally he's just like I can't I shouldn't have said that. He turns he and he's kinda like, I'm gives just this leave. like expression like like rolling his eyes at himself like, Oh, I should have said yes. that. <laughs> I told you not to ask me any more questions. I just like when he says you three and he does like one, two, three. Yeah, he like finger like, jabs at uh, them. Uh, you three, three you're messing with things you shouldn't three. be messing with. Like, dang it, you three. <laughs> Putting like emphasis with the punctuation finger. there. The punctuation. Yep, yep. Okay. I think those were all of my notes. Okay. 
I'm pretty sure. Should not have said that. We should not have said that. <laughs> mm, yeah, that was all my notes. Cool. Cool. There we go. <laughs> that was the week. Uh, before we wrap up, do you have any plugs that you want to tell everyone? Where can people find you, Heidi? Well, you can find me a couple places. So as I mentioned, I think in um, on Monday... I, uh, my occupation, I, I, I sing, I'm not doing that as a job right now, but I sing and, um, do a lot, a lot of other creative things and mm-hmm. doing all that creative stuff led me to, um, becoming a creative life coach. So I'm not going to go into great detail about that, but, but essentially, um, I just love being around other creative people and I like to help them figure out how to, to, um, you know, make money and be successful in their, in creating if that's what they want to do. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, it's just helping them eliminate like fear of moving forward with their creative ventures or kind of figuring out how to market what they do creatively, whether they're singers or, comedians or uh, artists or people who just run creative businesses. And so I do one-on-one coaching with people. And then I also coach in groups and I do that mostly in, in uh, Alameda and Oakland and also over in Sacramento because I have a lot of friends there because I lived there for about 20 years. So mm. if you're interested in my, my coaching, I'm at HeidiBennett.com and you can kind of poke around there and see what I'm up to. As, as most people say, it's, it's that website's a work in progress. So I'm always Mm -hmm. tweaking it and adding new stuff to it. Um, but yeah, and I have a newsletter on there you can sign up for if you're interested. And I, I send out a newsletter like every few months. So it's not something that comes out weekly, but it's all about, um, yeah, confidence in, in, uh, creativity and, uh, getting your stuff out there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. And, uh, it just, it means I get to be around a lot of other artsy weirdos that, and I love doing that and helping them succeed how they want to succeed on their own terms, you know, cause a lot of us artists, we want to like be successful, but what does that mean to us? You know, what, what does that mean having like a weird flexible schedule or traveling a lot or, um, you know, doing a, a lot of people I work with, I call multi creatives because mm-hmm. they, you know, maybe they're, a musician, but also a painter and also interested in a lot of other things, you know, kind of Renaissance people. So how do they like become adults doing that and like, and, you know, make a life and a living out of that kind of kind of hodgepodge of interests. So, yeah, so that's what I do. That's my day job, as they say. And then um, spinal tap minute right now. We do have a website. There's not too much on it, but that's spinaltapminute.com. So you can go there if you'd like. And hopefully by March 20th, we'll have a few more bells and whistles there, but you can, um, find us also really easily just on Instagram and Twitter at spinal tap minute. That's it. Nice. Just spinal tap minute. That's awesome. I'm excited for spinal tap. That's, um, there's a uh, three of you guys hosting that show, yeah. Well, Started? in our teaser, our little teaser episode, uh-huh. we uh-huh. talked about there being three of us. Okay, and just to give you a little tease, 
there may be something tragic that may have happened to somebody similar to what happens to the drummers (laughs) that are on in Spinal Tap. So nothing tragic really happened, but we kind of pretended to have that happen for fun, for for funsies. (laughs) For funsies. (laughs) I like like that. that. Right. Uh, I know that your co-host Sean has another podcast that I've been listening to. Um, I mentioned Victoria shaking her head over here. I me- I've mentioned I've mentioned his show on our weekend edition because when I first when he first started putting episodes up, I I devoured them because I I find it, <laughs> I find it so interesting. So he's doing for 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 those of you guys listening, uh, a show called Five Minutes of Mime, uh, and I am it is like performance art in a podcast. I, I can't. <laughs> I have, there's nothing else like it that I've listened yeah. to, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. And, uh, and I think that it's really like inspired. Um, I definitely entreat anyone who's interested in like mime or just like, um, just like just interesting creative pursuits, like, like things that are outside the, the kind of normal podcast genre. I think yes. it's really cool. Um, I, I, and they're, they're easy listens. They're all, they're five minutes. It's spectacular. I'm such a fan of that show. I wanted to throw that out there before the week was over with you. Yeah. No, I'm glad you did. And I am, you know, I have to admit when I, when Sean and I f- had our very first conversation on the phone to see if we'd be kind of a good fit as yeah. co-hosts, he said he was launching a podcast called Five Minutes of Mime. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, and, 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 um, I'm not really interested in mime at all. Um, but I thought, oh, cool. Let me see what, you know, I'll get to see, uh, um, what this guy's about, you know, kind of get, get his taste and get his, you know, hear his voice and all that yeah. stuff. His voice, his yeah. voice is a little different on five minutes of mime. So if people go check it out, which I hope they do, mm-hmm. he kind of is playing a bit of a character on that. Yes. Whereas on spinal tap minute, he's just being, being his own charming self. Mm-hmm. Um, but his, his, um, his S E Angerman character <laughs> on yeah. five minutes of mime is really interesting. And I also just devoured it and, and thought yeah, it was really I, there's fun and different kind of meditative almost about it. Like mm-hmm. because, because it's mime and because it is, it's playing with like silence. There, there are moments where I find myself like more engrossed maybe in 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 that than i am with like other podcasts because while i'm listening to another podcast i'm like doing something else and i'm like maybe you know i might be like doing dishes or cleaning my house or like driving somewhere but when i'm listening to five minutes of vibe i find myself just like pausing yeah for those couple of minutes and really like taking it in it's it's definitely a different kind of experience and i think it's really cool agreed yeah i'm such a fan Awesome. It was great having you, Heidi. Yeah, it was really great to be on and finally get to talk with you guys and and just share in the experience of of doing these. So thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. We have a lot of guests lined up for the next few weeks. So any of you guys listening who enjoy when we're when we have people beyond just me and Victoria, that'll be a lot of fun. We uh the schedule's wrapping we're 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 in the second half, so the schedule has filled up really quickly. I'm really excited for everyone that's coming on. And uh, 
if you do like listening to just me and Victoria and you want more of us, uh, we have a weekend edition on Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash HP minute. That's where we do uh, our weekend edition, the quibbler. And we do, I nerd that episodes on a sporadic occasion, uh, where we're just talking about like the stuff that we've been reading and consuming over the week. And, uh, I think that we have more planned to be going up on that, on that show or on that site. So anyone who wants to join us can join us. It's less than $4 a month, $3 and 94 cents for the, uh, um, for that weekend edition. So you can find us there and, uh, join us next week for minute 86 through 90. We'll be at the hour and a half mark at the end of next week. Wow. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I just, it's gone when you said that. I was like, whoa, my like yep. 90. All right. <laughs> and next week is minute 90. Crazy. Wow. All right. I think that's everything, you guys. Are you ready for this? Yep. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed.